When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome in to another edition of the PHMX D-Bags Podcast. We're not very thrilled right now with the outcome of what we saw tonight, and we have a lot to discuss about the Arizona Diamondbacks and the future of their starting rotation. Of course, I am uh, formerly known as your mayor of PHNX, and the guy with the best eyesight on this set, uh, Derek Montia. This guy next to me, Mr. Electric, Sean DePaz over there. Thunderstick, Jesse Friedman. I'm just a little bit nearsighted, Derek. Also, I can I can see pretty dang well. All right. I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not the. I I'm the only person on the set that does not need the aid of glasses. But if we have see. glasses, does that not make our eyesight perfect? I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know how that works with like, you guys in your weird. The only thing we can guarantee that is that properly. our eyes are as close to as perfect as scientifically possible. I mean, you uh, could yours, say that. However, we have no idea about. However, uh, I know your key weakness. Right away, right away. I just I'm going for your glasses is what I'm doing if we're fighting each other. Um, because I'm not not in the mood to fight clean. I'm in the mood to fight dirty after what I saw tonight. Uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks uh, blew tonight's game, a game that looked like they might actually have a chance to win. They're going for a little while, even with Zach Davies on the mound. But of course, Zach Davies was terrible. Uh, but to be fair, so were uh, other relief pitchers. It's not all on Davies, but Zach Davies not good tonight, and this is his third outing in a row where we could say Zach Davies was fairly terrible. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it, it was just not even there. There was just so many pitches that just weren't even competitive. Like it was yeah. just it, even, even the inning where he was going through and not, and getting on, like not going through rather to be untouched. Like they were, they weren't really instilling any kind of confidence in me. Like it, it was just a, a very underwhelming performance from Zach Davies to say the least. Um, it, yeah, it was just you came into the game not feeling great and somehow managed to leave feeling even worse about Zach Davies. Well, yeah, uh, you, disappointing. And and, and uh, he, he momentarily made us feel good. I feel like about uh, his outing, I felt like momentarily he made us feel like maybe we were going to see Zach Davies go out, give this team a good strong four or five innings and uh, at and what give point him, in this game Derek did you think that oh I don't know I mean maybe not when he was hitting those hard outs to Alec Thomas out there in the outfield but uh no I mean Zach Davies was able to get through the first couple of innings relatively unscathed and he didn't look like he was uh going to go down as quickly as he did but things did take a turn for the worse uh Davies ends up going four innings giving up six hits six runs six earned uh he walked four and uh struck out two so we got 
He got basically allowed twelve or ten ten base runners, and and the Diamondbacks were down before they could really do much about it. Well, I mean, they they did they did something. There was a little about bit of it. back and forth there. Yeah, there was. I mean, we did have uh, Evan Longoria making a glorious return to San Francisco and getting a home run uh, in his first at bat returning, but. Uh, the big focus here is on Zach Davies, considering if this Arizona Diamondbacks team intends to be competitive down uh, the stretch post-All-Star game. Uh, they need to do something at this point about their starting rotation, and Davies is a focal point. He, you know, we, we've, we've talked about Ryan Nelson. We've talked about Tommy Henry. Those guys have both given this team some pretty good outings. It's just been up and down. It's been erratic. We've said that about both, that if we could get consistency – we could get them to consistently give them the team what we've seen out of them. Uh, then those guys would be viable back end starting rotation guys. Uh, but I don't know if we can say that about Davies and especially with how bad he's been consecutively now. Yeah, it's been three straight starts where Zach Davies has just not really been competitive. I think we can say at this point. Um, yeah, I mean, in this game today, 33% of his pitches were in the strike zone, which is just way too low. If you're, uh, if you're, you know, a command artist like Davies is supposed to be, right? I mean, that's how Zach Davies has, has made a ever, living in this league. Don't for, ever say Zach Davies is any kind of artist. I mean, there anything, were there were moments last year disaster, when disaster artist is a good. Yeah, that's a good one. There were moments last year where where Zach Davies was kind of that mm -hmm. at times, and that's how he was a pretty effective pitcher for the Diamondbacks the whole season. The problem that Davies has is that you know, a significant portion of his game is dependent on being a command artist, on hitting those corners consistently. Right. Um, and as Sean talked about earlier, there were there were a lot of uncompetitive misses in this game. Yeah. Uh, there were just a lot of pitches that weren't even close and the Giants hitters were not even really having to think about swinging at. Um, and yeah, on the whole, the Diamondbacks continue to have a pretty big problem here in the starting rotation with Zach Gallon and Merrill Kelly doing their thing with the best of them. And the rest of the of this starting rotation just being uh, not just subpar, but at, at least for Davies right now, just frankly uncompetitive. The Diamondbacks uh, really have not had much of a chance to win his last few starts. And obviously that's something that needs to change moving forward. Ryan in the comments says, I need Jesse giving me the numbers to why everything will be fine. Guess what? He ain't got those with Zach you. Davies. Is everything going to be signed with Zach Davies or the team? Because those are two very different things. Zach Davies did come into this game with a FIP of like four. So for all of the all of the FIP fans uh, in huge the chat, guy over here. Uh, yeah, we did. Derek is a huge FIP guy. Uh, there were some signs coming in where it was like, okay, Davies is is maybe running into some poor batted ball luck. Maybe things will resolve, but. Frankly, he's getting shelled, and that's something that FIP doesn't take into account. FIP takes out fielding independent pitching, so it Correct. takes out all uh, batted balls that don't go over the fence. So it's not the kind of stat that's going to be able to capture that, and we saw that be a big issue for Zach Davies in this game. These were not a bunch of cheap shot hits from the San Francisco yeah. Giants. This was missile after missile with with you know four walks, uh, uh, you know, in between, which is obviously just a disastrous setup for a pitcher like Davies. Benjamin Hundley up in the chat said, uh, hey, it won't go down as an error, but both could tell. And Longo had opportunities to make plays uh, that would have kept the D-backs in the game. Totally correct. And yeah. I mean, uh, that's definitely areas of concern still as well. Defensively, we've said that this team kind of does need to be perfect uh, or near perfect, you know, in order for them to stay in some of these ball games especially games that aren't started by Merrill Kelly or Zach Gallen. 
and that doesn't even always isn't always the case in some cases even those guys don't have their best stuff and they need their best defense behind them when they don't have it we see a game like we see today and we see critical errors uh kind of lead to more run scoring putting the game out of reach for the team and frankly them kind of you know rolling i don't know if you want to say rolling over but you know being down by a point where it feels like they're just trying too hard at that point to come back and they're not really able to be effective uh the giants have a good bullpen and they have one of the best closers in the game they're also creeping up on the arizona diamondbacks in the national league west this is a very good team not to mention a very good team that is missing a lot of key components as well so uh, this is a giants team that is doing things without some of their best players and tonight the diamondbacks just absolutely got rocked by some of those replacement players that you know the the giants kind of have that have stepped up but uh, they have a big concern. That concern would be Zach Davies. And our big question tonight is, do you guys think we will see Zach Davies make another start for the D-backs? I'll start with you. I, I mean, I, I think so, because it's kind of like the conversation we just had with Nelson, where it's like, is there an obvious answer to replace him like immediately? Yeah. Um, which in this case, we're talking pretty immediately if we're just talking about his next start. Uh, so yeah, I think they will. I, I don't. I don't think that Fott is getting called up. Um, and I don't. I, I don't think there's anyone. There's no one that they're calling up right now. Um, and so you don't think there's going to be any kind of an emergency situation? Not right now, because I think. I think if we get to the deadline and they don't have another starting pitcher, and oh, then they're going to have to do something. Um, they can't live like this forever. Um, but honestly, at that point. I think your season's over if you don't get another starting pitcher. Jesse, what are their options if they immediately remove Davies? Yeah, there aren't there aren't many, right? And that's ultimately what this decision has to come down to is what is the alternative, right? Uh, you know, unless <clears throat> unless you want to go uh, barking up Madison Bumgarner's agent and see if he wants to come back. Uh, <laughs> there's not exactly a lot of pitchers uh, that are available All internally. Right. It is look um, you no. Know, if you're not going to take the show seriously, I'm not either. I'm not <laughs> Derek's just gonna pick up and leave. Okay, can it be? Can it be much worse though? I honestly almost want Mad Bum back. (laughs) I think it'd be fun. Like if if we're just gonna chalk up any given the every fifth start is a loss anyways, you might as well make it fun and put Mad Bum out there. Wow. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I mean, I'm joking, but I mean, it's it's like yeah. The 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 difference between this and the the Nelson conversation is that there is no reason to believe at this point that Zach Davies is going to get any better like there there's not a whole lot of benefit in in sitting here and waiting um I don't feel like outside of the fact that you don't really have another option Derek took my my mad bum reference he he really took that to heart um uh in in a more serious note uh yes I think Brandon Fodd is pretty much the only clear internal option as as uh you mentioned earlier Sean and I don't know if the Diamondbacks are ready to go that route. Um, you know, if you look at Brandon Fott's numbers in his five starts that he made earlier this season in the majors, he had an ERA over eight. His ERA was actually higher than what Zach Davies has done so far. Uh, I think if you bring him back up here, you certainly expect him to improve. But it's a little risky to, you know, remove Zach Davies from the organization, you know, expecting that Brandon Fott will be better. Because if he's not then you've really backed yourself into a corner where you really have no other options at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach, you can't send Zach Davies down. He would have to consent to uh, to that, which I, I don't think is is really realistic at this point. 
So yeah, the Diamondbacks probably until they're able to pull off a trade potentially at the before the deadline, they're kind of stuck with with what they have right now. The trade deadline cannot come soon enough for this team uh, because they they just don't really have any other options right now. He would have roughly five to six, give or take, uh, more starts between now and the trade deadline if they did leave him in there. Uh, they could good they could go with the option of potentially like doing a bullpen start involving Davies and having him be yeah, a part of those. True. Yeah. Uh, there, there are limited options, but I don't know if they can afford to not remove him right now. And I mean, I don't know what, obviously I know where there's limited options. I know, you know, Blake Walston probably isn't ready yet. I know Brandon Fodd is probably not something they want to do in an emergency situation, right? Like, they want to feel comfortable mm-hmm. calling Brandon Fott up. They want it to be the right time for Brandon Fott and his development yeah. for him to be up at a major league level, right? But, you know, I, I don't know. They just uh, – they they have a lot of problems right now. I mean, Joe Mantiply has not been very good either. I know you guys have brought up uh, Tory going to Joe immediately, and that was something that was confusing to us as well. Not just because Joe hasn't been great lately, but also because Joe just pitched in that game against the Washington Nationals and he was not very good there. Uh, His numbers in this one, again, not good. Uh, And he has total, uh, in total, uh, in eight innings pitch, give up 10 hits, eight earned runs. He's walked one and struck out six. He has a nine ERA since returning from injury. And... He did look, I mean, if you want to talk about something encouraging, he did look better in his final inning of work. Yeah, he, he looked did. much better. He got he got three strikeouts in this game. So, uh, and, and Dre Jamison wasn't great either. So, uh, credit to the Giants because they were smacking the ball around against the Arizona Diamondbacks pitching staff, but at least Dre went in there and did what Dre does. Dre just has this uh, incredible way of going into a game and finding a way to keep things Uh, When he comes in out of the bullpen, keep things scoreless. Again, two innings of work, gave up four hits, no runs. He struck out two. So, uh, I mean, I don't know. We knew that this was going to be a pretty bad game. And I feel like in some of the decisions we saw from Torrey, it was almost like what we've seen where he is openly sacrificing a game because he wants to try to focus on the other games in the series. The the team was jet lags coming in from D.C., they had a shitty schedule with this entire makeup game with the Nationals. And honestly, I felt like they they also knew that they might not get the best effort out of Zach Davies, like that this might happen. So when Torrey turned to the bullpen and went to Joe Mantiply, even though I was a bit surprised, uh, now kind of in retrospect, it makes sense. Like Jesse said, though, it sucks to use Dre Jamison in that mop-up situation to kind of finish the game up. Yeah, I mean, the other, I think we probably should have a conversation about Torrey just leaving yeah. Zach Davies in this game to begin with. Uh, you know, he was not great through three innings. He was sort of able to, to squeak by. You were all right sending him out for the fourth inning and just sort of hoping for the best. He has but a one, didn't. two, three, fourth inning. So that's good. Um, and then you've got, you know, the top of the order coming around for the Giants a third time. And all of us sitting here watching this game, we're like, I don't know if you want to do this. Like, I don't know if you, I know Zach Davies just, you know, had a one, two, three inning with the bottom of the order. But I don't know if you want Zach Davies facing the top of this lineup a third time. And sure enough, before you know it, the Giants have two on, nobody out. Walk, then, single, then walk, double. single. And, and then, you know, at that point, Torrey gets the bullpen running. If it's me, 
I I personally would have probably had someone warming in the bullpen to, to start that inning, frankly, or at the very least, right after Zach Davies, uh, you know, walked the first batter. I think you have to be prepared to go a different direction or at least get Joe Mantiply or another reliever into the game sooner. Uh, obviously, Mantiply wasn't great anyway, so who's to say, you know, how the outcome of this game would have gone even if Torrey had made that move sooner. But I think there's no question that when you have a pitcher struggling as much as Zach Davies is right now, you just don't take those kinds mm-hmm. of chances. And that's really when the momentum of, of this game shifted in my mind. Yeah, I, I feel like the thing you were saying about how it almost feels like he's sacrificing the game. I don't think that's great. But on the on, on one hand, it's like he that better be what he's doing or else he's just making really bad man- managerial decisions without really any explanation. Um, so I certainly hope he's kind of sacrificing things or else there's, I think, the larger conversation to, to be had about Tory shortcomings as a manager, there's, especially there's, when it comes to postseason. There's a lot of chess being played in the yeah. clubhouse for the Arizona Diamondbacks, and sometimes <laughs> you just kind of have to chalk up yeah. the fact that you're going up against one of the better starters. The odds aren't in your favor. Uh, they were actually, like, on betting odds-wise, they were one of the worst or biggest underdogs uh, for the uh, – uh, I think for the money line mm. on the bet MGM Sportsbook app. So it's like, yeah, man. I mean, they there were a lot of things that felt like it was against them, and I think that Tory might have just been trying to manage and and kind of do that thing where you sacrificed a, a night or something like that. That try- didn't make any sense though, because the Diamondbacks have a pretty dang well rested bullpen right now. No, that's um, what I'm saying. Like that's why I don't. That's I. I guess here I am giving Tori Pop probably too much credit. Because yeah, I, yes, you are. The, the Joe Mantiply <laughs> thing just baffles me. It really does. And I mean, Joe. Was, I don't think get, putting in Joe Mantiply, I don't necessarily have a problem with. It's only the fifth inning. You're not going to go get, you know, Scott McGuff or Andrew Chafin at that point. I don't think it Joe would be Mantiply realistic to call on that. pitched and was not good. That's I mean, fair. That's I'm not fair. saying that. If Mantiply was lights out in the in his outing against the Nationals yesterday, then fine. You're going with the hot end. This was a weird situation to pitch him in where not yeah. only did he just pitch, but he has not been good since returning either. I don't know. I mean, maybe he just liked the lineup. I know it was a lefty, lefty matchup, and he doesn't have a lot of lefty options in there. Kyle Nelson also has I mean, not been good. Yeah, You're no. not going to go to Andrew Chafin that early. I, I get it, but it's just... That that one leaves me wondering, and of course, I don't know. That's I, I'm probably giving him too much credit. The That's question fine. that I wonder about is, you know, does Joe Mantiply come in and feel a little bit more comfortable if he's not, you know, coming in with? I think it was second and third, nobody out. Yeah, exactly. That's, um, That's a really hard place for any reliever to come in, especially a guy who just hasn't really had his best stuff lately. Yeah, that's true. So. Um, yeah, we I knew those that, runs were going to score. We chalked that up immediately. To be yeah, once it's, if you're coming in as a reliever and it's second and third, nobody out, you giving up those two runs doesn't necessarily mean you didn't do your job. I mean, that's that's a pretty tough situation to to be in. Obviously, Joe Mantiply gave up uh, two more runs on top of those, uh, which was not ideal. But yeah, I wonder if Mantiply would have would have just been more comfortable and confident in himself coming out if if it was a clean inning or at least closer to a clean inning than it was at that point. We also have Kevin Ginkle. Let's let's just remember, you know, now in the minor leagues, who easily uh, was one of the better relievers for this team. That's true. And uh, and the uh, D-backs don't necessarily need three lefties in yeah. the bullpen. You yeah. really you could make a case that Kevin Ginkle should still be back up here. And I guess Kyle Nelson at the time maybe would have made yeah. more sense since Joe Mainapply was was just coming back. But that is a move that I, I wouldn't be shocked if we saw that here in the near future. Well, we're flushing this game and moving on, but this is still a very important series. Again, 
Uh, the Giants can't overtake the Diamondbacks for first place in the NL West, but they can get very close uh, should they sweep this three-game series. So uh, Diamondbacks need to bounce back, and they do have Merrill Kelly on the mound, which is a great guy to do that with. So we'll talk about the upcoming probables here in a bit, but we do have to give credit where credit is due. And, of course, in his return to the Bay, we are giving our King Snake to Evan Longoria uh, for his home run. He also walked in this game. Uh, and he looks very sad there in that picture, man. He <laughs> Damon, looks how, why did you do that? Bro, he looks how we feel. It was a bad loss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you think, I mean, you think Longo's happy with no, a good game and an L? That's no, not the type of leader no, he is. You're right. You're right. Especially in his own stomping grounds. That's right. Speaking of leaders, they did talk about it on the broadcast, but it was great to see Christian Walker like, uh, kind of you know aggressively talking to Perdomo about like. Uh, you know, some of the stuff that was going on in the game and like Perdomo was uh, had in that bat. You could tell it was just uh, like they said, it was that that veteran, you know, not not, you know, kind of forward leadership, but just advice and talking things through and trying to help your teammate. Yeah. You know, get the most out of there at bat. So uh, the D-backs were trying to work things out, but it did not work out for them. Of course, uh, if you are here now in the PHNX Sports YouTube channel, we appreciate you being here. Uh, to vent with us and to get this out now um, we have a lot more to talk about that doesn't involve this game so uh, we thank you for being here if you haven't subscribed to the channel make sure to do so sign up for notifications that way you don't miss when any of our shows go live leave us a thumbs up because all three of us love that uh, we can all see that no matter how bad our eyesight are uh, or is uh, also if you're listening on your favorite audio podcasting app please subscribe to us there leave us a review we always appreciate that feedback. Uh, and most importantly, sign up for a PHNX diehard membership today over at gophnx.com. You, you'll, you'll get benefits that pay for it immediately. You get a free piece of merchandise from the phnxlocker.com as well as a $50 gift certificate from Mountain Mike's Pizza. And you get yourself a ranch card from Dobson Ranch Golf Course. Uh, all of that right there pays for your membership. You also get access to our members-only Discord, members-only discounts with our partners, members-only invites to our events and discounts on events, and so much more. You get Jesse's newsletter, full count, the newsletter for everyone here. Uh, Jesse has a diehard piece today, speaking of Geraldo Perdomo, a.k.a. Jerry P. So make sure if you are a diehard to check that out. And if you want to check it out and you're not a diehard, get yourself a membership today over at gophnx.com. Uh, become part of our family. Uh, speaking of Jesse, it is time for our MLB power rankings this week. Uh, we're dropping it a little late, but I figured what better time to drop it than on a night where we want to talk about anything other than the game that we just watched. So, Damon, let's take a look at those beautiful power rankings because, boy, we've had some movement on this board. And, uh, yeah, Jesse, let's talk about it. I mean, not not much movement what near the, the top, hell? right? I mean, uh, what, I, mean <laughs> I, I truly did not realize that no I was, I was staying uh, with the status quo what so much. But uh, but 8 through 10 are all new to this list. So there actually the is. The Braves just lost is, to the Reds. Doesn't that mean the Reds should automatically be above them? Isn't that how this works? That is not Why at all Why are the all Dodgers still on this list? Get the Dodgers the fuck off of here. They just beat the Strohs. Boo. They did just beat the Astros yeah. a few minutes ago. Uh, but yeah, talking about some of these teams at the bottom of the list here, yep. the Cincinnati Reds, I'll talk about them first. Obviously, what they're doing right now incredible. Is, is incredible. They they did beat the Atlanta Braves earlier today, 11 to 10. That was a crazy game. Uh, Ellie De La Cruz, as you see pictured here in the uh, this sort of controversial Red City Connector. Is it? Because it looks um, incredible to me. rocks it. He rocks I just, I just think it. it's a little weird for a team that's called the Reds to have a city connect Jersey that has a very small amount of red in it. 
Is that unfair home, of the, me to say? I think it is unfair because their home jerseys also have a very little amount of red in it. I see it's a lot of mostly red. white. Well, I then see a that's a problem too, So you're anti-white so home jersey? red from toe to toe in your opinion in order to be the <laughs> correct, Reds. Correct. That's exactly that's that's a wild fair, take. Fair, fair. Uh, <laughs> the, the white socks don't have white socks, Jesse. Yeah. Yeah, the maybe, they should, that, maybe, maybe they should. Maybe they should. I think right. they should. I I, I'm with you ball. on that. They should, and the Red Sox wear Red Sox. Yeah, the Red Sox should have Red Sox. And the Red Sox. Sox beat the White Sox today, so who's better? Any, anyway, uh, the Cincinnati Reds are on an absolute tear right now. I don't know if the Reds are, are going to win the Central, but it's clearly not crazy to think that they could uh, with the way that they're playing right now and obviously how mediocre the rest of that division is. Where are the Los Angeles Angels? I, I struggled. I struggled with the Angels, honestly. The they list. almost made it. I was torn between the Angels and the Marlins for number ten. That's what it came down to. Did I make yeah. the wrong? I have. I for those joining us on audio, I have the Marlins at number ten. Uh, Sean, should I have the? Should I have the Angels there? Uh, I don't know. That I necessarily should. I just was more kind of curious what you, how you, you came to the decision over to have the Marlins over the Angels. He wants answers, basically. He demands I just, answers. I just like that the Angels are are relevant. It makes me happy because they have players that should I mean, be good and play you, baseball you could say relevant but there's seven games back in their division the the main thing yeah but the team the, t- uh, the team leading the division is the best team in baseball like the, yeah so or a top three team in baseball, one of the best so. teams of baseball um, yeah. someone should read off the uh list to the yeah the podcast yes. listeners yes we absolutely should so i have i have the tampa bay rays at number one i have the braves at number two rangers three orioles four diamondbacks five astros six dodgers seven Giants 8, Reds 9, and then the Marlins at number 10. The other thing I'll say about the Marlins is uh, Yuri Perez is 20 years old and is incredibly good. At <laughs> least that's what it looks like so far. He's 4-1 and one with a 1.54 ERA in his first eight big league starts at the age of 20. Um, him combined with Jesus Lazardo, Sandy Alcantara potentially figuring things out at some point. They've got some other good guys in that in that rotation as well. I, I, for a while, very much thought that the Marlins were sort of a fluke and they just kind of keep getting better. And Luis Arise is still hitting 400, uh, almost at least. I think it might have been like 397 uh, at the start of play today. So uh, I, I sort of believe in the Marlins at least more than I really ever expected to this season. Uh, the Mets traded former friend of the Arizona Diamondbacks, Eduardo Escobar, uh, to the Los Angeles Angels in the middle of their game. That was, for, that was heartless for some minor leaguers. Yeah, that's why, can't, why can't they wait to announce that sort of know, thing until after the game is over? That's yeah, because then with their luck, he gets hurt in that game, and the trade gets poo pooed. Yeah, when, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, like give it to give us. Yeah. We want him now. Take him out the game now. Get him on a plane to yeah. us now. We want him here immediately. Uh, yeah, I mean baseball is wacky right now. There's a lot of teams that are surging. Uh, a lot of the teams at the top. Rays are five and five in their last ten. Orioles are five and five in their Rays. last ten. Uh, there, there are a lot of teams. In fact, they're struggling five with some really last bad games. teams. Yep, I uh, feel like. Uh, but, I mean, they're playing the Royals right now, and they feel they were struggling against the A's a couple weeks ago. Yeah, the Giants, unfortunately, not struggling. They are nine and one in their last ten. They've won eleven of twelve, I think, at this point. Yeah, they've they they are an absolute problem right now for Try the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, shout out to CHGO Cubs. Uh, they're doing pretty well up there in Chicago. They are. You're welcome for me visiting Wrigley Field and leaving. <laughs> Clearly, uh, that's such, why. Clearly, that's feelings. that's what caused my, things to turn. It, it turned, started to turn things in the right direction. My dreams of Marcus Stroman in a D-backs jersey are slowly Yeah, fading. they are slowly. They should be dying. And, I mean, it's all of this is Our not dreams. good for the Our Arizona dreams, Diamondbacks. Yeah, 
trademark it, you know, yeah. uh, trying to get that. Sox beating the White Sox need. today was good for the, the trade market, though. That's true. That's one true. step closer. There uh, you go. Speaking of markets, you should check out everybody's favorite convenience market over at Circle K. Uh, we are excited to partner with our friends at Circle K. And of course, you can check out your local Circle K for the best coffee, beer and snack selection, premium gas and so much more. Uh, Polar Pops stay cold longer, according to Tiny Derek and the gas station pump. Free him. Get him True. out of I had a Polar Pop today. He doesn't, he doesn't deserve to be trapped inside of the uh, gas station pump. You had a Polar Pop today? Well, I was, I was, I was, I was saying, I was thinking that you do deserve to, to be oh, trapped there. But okay. I did, yeah, yes, yeah, I did yeah, have yeah. a Polar yeah. Pop okay, today. Good, I good. gassed up at Roosevelt uh, yesterday night, uh-huh. and uh, not one video. I didn't not get one. anybody. No. It made me really mad. No. It was crazy. Yeah. I wanted to see Derek or Leah or maybe someone new. Yeah. No, that's we need not to happening. see someone new. We yeah. need to get it's amazing what fifty dollars will get you when you slip it to the guy that uh, decides like which videos to use. Fifty-five polar pops. Yeah, exactly. Um, you can also get some a lot of iced coffees for that. They're dollar eighty-nine. Hey, you can get like ice? twenty-five of them. Circle K has a special kind of ice, like it's their own proprietary ice, and it's, it's really proprietary. good. Proprietary, I think so. Wow, is it little like ice? Is yeah, it like it's easy like little ball. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. great chewing ice. Yeah. The yeah. ice is really the best part. Yes, honestly. There we go. There we go. You can't. Well, you're missing out. Uh, I'm a big ice chewer. Yeah. I know that's not good for you. Oh, same. I, I like ice. Absolutely. But it's got to be the right kind of ice. Not all ice is meant for chewing. You're absolutely right. Most ice cubes at our I mean, homes I'll are chew, not really I'll meant I'll for chewing. All ice, but still. Um, unless you're smart enough to have one of those little ice machines on mm. your counter at home. Uh, then I'm going to come over and hang out and drink liquor with you. But anyway, uh, speaking of liquor, uh, 12 packs of beer for just $9.99 at Circle K. You can also get Red Bull 3 for $8, Monster 3 for $6. Make sure you're not missing out on all of this great stuff. Right now, text PHNX to 31310 to join their SMS subscriber club and get a buy one, get one free offer on 32-ounce Polar Pops. Head to CircleK.com slash store dash locator to find Circle K's near you. While you're there, check out Four Peaks beer. Of course, Four Peaks is the official craft beer of the Arizona Diamondbacks. Rattle on red ale, smooth as Carol's swing, toasty as gallons fastball. Join us at the Four Peaks draft room for our D-backs takeovers. That's where we will be meeting up before the game. You can check out the events page in our show notes to find dates and tickets for the takeovers. And of course... Go thank a teacher. You can go nominate a teacher to win some wonderful stuff over at fourpeaksforteachers.org. Nominate them, donate, help out. Uh, of course, those nominations are due June 30th, so do not wait. Go thank a teacher today. Uh, teacher Tuesdays are back over at the 8th Street Pub, by the way. Of course, every Tuesday through July, bring a valid teacher ID and receive $4 pints of Kilt Lifter, Wow, Hazy, and Hot Knot. Do not wait. Go treat yourself uh, and make sure that you uh, get yourself ready if you are a teacher for the upcoming school season because it'll be here before you know it. Check out at Four Peaks Brew at Four Peaks Pub to keep up with the latest Arizona's hometown brewery. Must be 21 years or older to drink Four Peaks and please drink responsibly. Speaking of kids and teachers and schools, Jesse, Sean, there's going to be robots at Chase Field tomorrow. <laughs> I'm so excited. Oh, I wish I could go. Uh, the D-backs. Are they, are they umpires? Is that what they do? That's what I wanted. That's what I wanted. <laughs> hey, this maybe, is why maybe, maybe I to talk about this. The Future Shapers Robotics Competition is happening tomorrow at Chase Field. It features 15 local high school teams. They are tasked with building a robot to do one of three tasks. Hit a baseball off a tee, pitch a ball accurately, and run the bases autonomously. No! umpire robots not a single part of this involves creating an umpire robot you know how much i want an actual robot that can call balls and strikes back there and he has to have an awesome punch out call too yeah he's gotta like load it back up like bang yes i I can picture um yeah that seems like a major missed opportunity huge missed opportunity and they're high school kids Derek. 
What do you think? They don't know Pro, a strike zone? No, I, I mean, I think they probably do know the strike zone. I just think Better that than most pro, programming a robot to know the strike zone God. is an entirely different matter. They're there. programming them to hit a goddamn ball off of T, Jesse. I hope it's like battle bots where like they're allowed to get crazy with it and <laughs> well, like, like really do their own design. I want the the robot to pitch to another robot. Yes. Be like a robo baseball yes. league. Yes. There you go. Yes. With humans calling balls and strikes still though. <laughs> that's really that pisses me off. <laughs> that, part, that part makes me so angry. Uh speaking of humans calling balls and strikes, we can't wait to see that fucking umpire scorecard tomorrow. But <laughs> let's take a look at the probables for the rest of the series because uh, as Jesse will say, this is still a regular season series uh, in June. So I don't want to start saying that the NL West is on the line. But God damn it, yeah. the NL West is on the line here, people. Uh, Jesse, talk me down off the ledge. Merrill Kelly is really good. <laughs> I, feel like that's, I feel like that's about all I have to say, uh, especially on the road. Merrill good Kelly uh, has sort of the opposite situation going as Zach Gallon. Or Zach Gallon's been really good at home, not so much on the road. Merrill Kelly has that situation flipped the other way. Uh, the Giants uh, somewhat obnoxiously have been very good in their bullpen games this year, uh, which doesn't uh, doesn't particularly bode well for the Diamondbacks. But I think you have to feel good with Merrill Kelly on the mound. Uh, and then the the series finale on Sunday, Anthony DiSclefani against Ryan Nelson. Uh, that one uh, probably leans in, in favor of the Giants. Uh, we talked about before this series started how, you know, any any time that you get both both Davies and Nelson in the same series uh, as of right now, it's it's tough. It's a tough setup. For the Diamondbacks, I do want to ask you guys though a question. I'm I'm curious how you would how you would answer. Uh, out of all of the teams in the NL West right now, who scares you the most? Is it these Giants? Is the Padres maybe making a comeback? Is it the Dodgers who are only a half game behind the Giants at it's this point? It's not even close for me. It's the Dodgers, a hundred percent. Yeah, I mean I they're feel lurking. Like, I feel like that's the obvious answer. Like we we know they have injuries and. Like they're the Dodgers. Yeah, I can't. I can't disagree with that. And the reason why is because even with as bruised and as battered as they are right now, they're still forty-two and thirty-three. Right? When you get guys like Julio Urias back, when you get Dustin May back, which were your two best starting pitchers this season early on, and Kershaw is pitching amazing. Yeah, yeah. Like that is worrisome. Um, And they have uh, MVP candidate offensively too. So. They're definitely dangerous. The, even even if the, the Padres were playing good baseball, they wouldn't really scare me as much as the Dodgers because the Padres just seem naturally unsustainable. And so uh, even though even if they are playing good baseball and even if they're beating the D-backs, I think when it's all said and done, they don't scare me as like a real threat in the playoffs, which is not necessarily what the question was. But let, let me ask I mean, the, the, the Padres no, did beat the Dodgers in the know, postseason yeah, last I know. year. So. No, but here's my problem with the Padres. Padres have not like they barely hovered over 500 at any point. I don't even remember. Yeah. Uh, time I don't know if they really have where they've even been above 500. Yeah. Right. So it's like, and, and, and the difference here is both the giants and the Dodgers are doing what they're doing now with semi depleted rosters. So those, those teams are going to get starting players back that are theoretically going to make them better teams. Yeah. And that's the real danger here. Whereas the Padres, and you could even say this about the Diamondbacks, don't really have any reinforcements really waiting anymore. In fact, yeah. Joe Mantiply and a couple of the guys we got back yeah. were the reinforcements yeah, exactly. we were waiting for. So far, Zach Davies, <laughs> Joe Mantiply, Carson they, Kelly, they you could add to that course, list. All, all the guys who have gotten hurt have not been great when they've, when when they they've come back. back. Yeah. yeah. I yep. do think I I do think the Padres are 
really good. Yeah, I mean, they are a sleeping giant for sure. Yeah. I, it's a, all terrifying. Like, it's all terrifying, especially yeah. with them all in our rearview mirror, but really not that far back, and especially with the Giants. <laughs> like, with this series, I know, like, again, I don't want to, like, make it too dramatic, but this series really could put things in perspective on how fast the Diamondbacks could come back down to earth as far as leading the NL West and all of the success they've had this season. Once that confidence is shook, who knows what happens? Because again, going into July, uh, they have a lot of difficult opponents that, that are on their schedule. And I mean, I, I was looking at things today and I was being fairly pessimistic about some of these series against big opponents. And I still had the Diamondbacks winning 92 games this season. So I don't know uh, if I gave them too much credit or not enough, but I felt like I was still giving them a winning record between now and the end of the season, which I feel like, uh, I mean, isn't isn't a foregone. I mean, with the way the starting pitching is going, that's not, it, it's easier said than done at this point. I do want to add that, uh, you know, as, as tough of a game as this was, and I certainly understand people being frustrated over this game, we talked about it before it started. This was the game the D-backs were yeah. clearly... Uh, designed to lose, preordained to lose before before the game even started. Uh, Logan Webb against Zach Davies is about the most lopsided pitching matchup the Diamondbacks have had all season. And granted, you know, with the struggling starters they have in their rotation, they're going to come across some pretty lopsided matchups every every now and then. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm not really alarmed at all by the fact that they lost this game. Uh, you know, they did at least uh, make it close. They forced the Giants to use their closer, which I thought was a small victory in and of itself. And, you know, even if you take one out of these three games in San Francisco, I still think you're you're in an OK spot. Uh, you know, you're going on the road. Uh, the scheduling situation is tough. You don't have Zach Allen pitching in this series. If the D-backs just take one out of these three games, they're, they're going to be OK. And I still think they have a good chance to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's one thing I think we kind of haven't really mentioned is that the the Giants were a good team. Yeah, like this wasn't like they lost like this to the Royals. They lost to this to a team who's second in the best division in baseball, arguably, or at least in the National League. The AL East is the AL East, but but it it just felt at times like oh, I mean, again, you you can't do much about what what Davies was doing out there. Like that's your starter. You got to try to let them go and give you a decent length in order for you to have a chance in this series. You can't use six relievers Mm -hmm. in a game like this i i still i i don't i don't buy it Derek. in a game like this you've got a well-rested bullpen you take zach davies out after four innings and you try to win this unless you're sacrificing the goddamn game openly and it's like we said we already knew that i don't think against them i don't think you're sacrificing i mean you've got you've got an off day coming on monday too i don't think there's i don't understand the argument i'm not suggesting it was a good plan i'm just suggesting it seems uh I'm 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 theoretically throwing it out there. I am hypothesizing that I think that is I the think, reason why we saw what we I saw. I think that's a much more realistic reason if this team's not leading the game in the fifth inning. Like they they had a lead in the fifth inning. Nah. So at that point, you you trot Davies back out Thank there God damn fifth in inning. a game that you are leading. So it's not like they were they were sac- they he thought they were they were sacrificing a guaranteed loss at that point because. They were winning the game, yeah. even despite Davies not pitching that well. Can we take a look yeah. at the probables again? Uh, because, again, in the finale here, we got Ryan Nelson, who we don't know what we're going to get out of him, right? Uh, and and I think that's a big question mark. And uh, honestly, hopefully we we get, you know, we, we, we get the good Ryan Nelson that we've seen at times because the Diamondbacks could really use him. 
Tommy Henry and Nelson have both been able to give them some pretty good outings at times. And uh, hopefully Nelson sees the sense of urgency, especially, you know, with, with the series potentially on the line uh, when, when it comes to his term, turn to pitch, I, I'm, I might be giving this win to Merrill Kelly too early, but I feel pretty good <laughs> about game two there. Uh, so good. I'm going to go throw some money on it on the BetMGM app. Of course, uh, starting Friday, June 23rd, BetMGM players can now receive a bonus bet upon login uh, to BetMGM Sportsbook every Friday for the next three weeks. Claim period ends through Saturday and Sunday. 72 hours to log in and then 72 hours to use the bonus bet after you log in. So uh, log in at any point during the weekend and claim your bonus bet on the house. And those are always fun. You can uh, I, I like to always throw those on some on some long odd situations, especially you got lots of things you can bet for on the bet MGM app, including uh, golf that I don't know much about. <laughs> so I just did like my friend had a baby. So I picked a golfer that had my friend's baby's name. Nice. There was a, there was a Xander <laughs> in there. So I threw some money on Xander. Did I lose? Sure. But Xander was it a fun way? Problem. Yes. Yes. It was still a fun way uh, to make to make a bet. So if you haven't signed up for the bet MGM app yet, you can have fun like I am. Use bonus code PHNX. There's a few different offers depending on where you live, but for our Arizona audience, place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses with BetMGM. Again, make sure you use bonus code PHNX. Check out the show notes for full details, and now listen to Shane talk about the disclaimer. Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. Uh, well, what do you guys got going on? I know you're going to be busy tracking the Civil War. Yeah, Russia. the Russian Civil War. He's got this am, whole, he's am, been tracking it all night hey, long. Hey, very quietly, there's some shit going down over there. You want, you want to tap in? <laughs> yeah, keep your eyes going on. on social media. We like to live in this very insulated sports world where we don't have to deal with anything happening in the real right. world, right? Were you asking yeah. what we're doing this weekend? Yeah, what do you got going on? I am getting a haircut. You're getting ready to go start your family in Memphis. I uh, yeah, I'm, or Nashville. Or Nashville. I gotta get a sexy so I can go start a family in in Nashville. Good. Uh, gonna be there next week for the NHL draft. Probably. Also, think I'm finally gonna see the new Spider-Man this weekend. Oh uh, yes. Yeah, so I I'm gave that. Good. I don't want to give you my rating because I feel like that. I've, I mean, Totri said it's his favorite Marvel movie of all time, and he's a Marvel guy. Wow. So he, it's a, um, it was a ten for me, and it was. I don't give perfect I mean, ratings to movies. I, I just heard, don't do that. I have heard from some people that it is better than the original, and the original to me was the best animated movie ever made. So. I, I already have incredibly high expectations. They took concepts that they just touched on in the first movie and really extrapolated them in the next movie. And yeah, it's I, have, I have high expectations, but I, I do not doubt they will be the that. The story's incredible. So doing that and then just some some errands. Yeah. Uh, that's my weekend. Uh, what do you got going on this weekend? Well, I'm not going to watch the Spider-Man movie no? because I don't watch movies. Unless, I know that. Unless Derek mandates unless I that I watch you, movies. I was trying I to get him to watch, watch City movies, Slickers. So. I was making him believe it's a baseball movie. Oh, yeah. You were, you it were kind really... of is a baseball movie. If you've ever seen City Slickers, you'll agree with me on that uh what do you got anything else you traveling you I'm, I'm watching i'm watching baseball this weekend That's Derek. True. we've got an afternoon game tomorrow we've got an afternoon game on sunday Jeez, like uh, this. there there was some talk of of going on a little day trip with a friend at some point over the weekend Ooh, but when Desi. games are right in the middle of the afternoon as uh as they are these next couple days it's a little harder to pull off yeah. the day trip yeah. so we'll yeah. uh we'll see if that happens 
I will uh, be playing video games and watching baseball myself. I have nothing going on, and I'm excited about that because it's not Power Wash Simulator? Is that, little, is that what yeah, we got Oh, yeah, on? a little uh, maybe get the Bikini Bottom DLC, a little SpongeBob Ooh, action. on the, the uh, weekend. Yeah, Just that, sit around, do absolutely nothing. Yeah. Hey, speaking of, uh, of Bikini Bottom, you ever see the uh, – I've been like, talking to a very select group of people. You ever see the AI-generated SpongeBob episodes that come up on TikTok? No, it is. They're like TikTok lives. They come up and they're completely AI generated SpongeBob episodes. That's and terrifying. They that are is really the scary. most <laughs> unreal thing ever. Like they it is the most unbelievable thing ever. I, I don't know how to even find stuff like that on TikTok. But if you can find AI generated SpongeBob on TikTok, I, I suggest going I'm gonna down that say this. I always wondered how AI was going to destroy the world, and I've realized now <laughs> how it is. This is how it happens, right? Oh. First, it infiltrates us in a funny way. Let's, Cogs is oh, my G. We're, we're Cogs, I knew someone was going to And we're doing stuff. No, no. And then the AI, then we're doing chat GPT, and Jesse's making stories about us. Next thing you know, they know everything about us. Now, like, they have enough of our voice. They can totally do our voices, all three of our voices. They don't even need us anymore. AI yeah. can just do the show now. See? Do you want that? You want an AI-generated show? They already do that with the beginning of Secret Invasion. It's gross, by the way. I don't know. You don't want. I don't know if you've seen Secret Invasion no. yet, but they have like an AI generated generated opening, like oh, opening yeah. sequence, and it is hard to look at. It is gross. It bothers me. It bothers yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, it bothers me the way those AI twisted, you know, AI pictures bother. It's the. I mean, it's the uncanny valley. That. It's so close to being real, but you could tell that it's not. Oh, so it makes it's you uncomfortable. Oh, like oh, uh, it's so bad. Polar Express. That's the that's the common one. Yeah. Um, that is yeah. uh AI, yeah, we could have a whole another hour sitting here for another please. hour. My, no, we're uh, not doing that. We're my next this uh, my next diehard story. Or actually, I'm not, I'm gonna AI, say it this AI way. AI the, there will be within the next six months a diehard story that is written by Chat GPT. <laughs> and the challenge is can people figure out which one it is? <laughs> so we'll come back at the That's end awesome. after it's been posted. Uh, maybe we'll give somebody a prize if they can figure yeah, it out. Yeah, they can figure so it out. So you're not already yeah, reading every go. Jesse article, you better start. Yeah, yeah you better start that just so you membership. can play that, that little game. Oh, my God, be, that sounds great. like a fantastic game to play. Uh, speaking of games, one way for you to see some wonderful games, no matter what sporting event you want to see, with uh, our friends at Game Time, an aesthetically pleasing app uh, that actually lets you get the best deal on tickets everywhere you go. I think one of our friends, I think Cogs and his mom, Karen, Got some tickets uh, through Game Time, and uh, of course, you can too. Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. It's fast-growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code PHNX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHNX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, guys. Uh, well, we hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. We hope the Arizona Diamondbacks have a wonderful weekend in San Francisco. Uh, eat lots of uh, what, like lobster and stuff that they have out there. Uh, they have a good chowder. They have all sorts of wonderful things. Well, they got, was there, are you talking San Diego? San Francisco. San Francisco, I mean. Yeah. yeah they got, what they got? They, are they famous for the garlic fries? They have some incredible garlic fries. Yeah, in the stadium, yeah. right? I mean, Derek, uh, the people listening to our show are not in San Francisco right now, most likely. 
the never... Diamondbacks listen to us. You know that, Jesse. We've seen that. We, we that's, oh, it's that's obvious. Fair. It's yes, obvious that that's, that's the case. Uh, and I think our friend Owen from the Phoenix Rising podcast is going to be at the game. So in case he needed words of encouragement and, and places to eat inside of the stadium, there you go, Owen. But uh, we thank you guys for being here, of course, on a Friday night after a miserable loss. Uh, we appreciate you. As always, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at cap underscore caveman with a K. This guy next to me is at Sean underscore Depaz, D-E-P-A-Z. Jesse is at Jesse N. Friedman. The maniac behind the Mac is the one and only Damon. He is a Damon dog, D-A-W-G, with a little at the end. Of course, our show is at PHNX underscore D-backs, and all roads lead to at PHNX underscore sports on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We appreciate you guys so much for stopping by. We love you. And remember, kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when the Arizona Diamondbacks scout their third pitcher in their starting rotation at the robots thing at Chase Field tomorrow. <laughs> Bring a robot to the starting rotation now. <laughs>